coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, and thanks for stopping by the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. So today I want to talk to you uh, about one of my books. I, haven't, I don't think I've ever really even talked about it on my podcast before. Maybe I've mentioned it briefly, but I'm just going to introduce it to you today. I recently had the privilege of speaking to a, the sales team for a manufacturing company and uh, they wanted me to speak on this book. So it just brought it up kind of to my attention and I was thinking about it as I was developing the uh, the, the handout, the worksheets for them. When we go speak, we always create a uh, added value, a little handout that we send out in advance and the folks who are, have invited us to speak to their team, they can print these handouts uh, print them off and distribute them to the people we're speaking to. So again, we were speaking to the sales team of a manufacturing company. But when I wrote this book, I wrote it several years ago, and I was actually I, I actually wrote it because uh, we had been invited to speak to a, a large real estate company, actually ex- Exit Realty, and uh, we spoke to all of their agents from Alabama at one event. We spoke to another event. Uh, another group, I should say, at a, at a, a location in Biloxi, Mississippi. We spoke to all of their Mississippi agents. So just before that, I actually wrote this book, and it's a book for salespeople, for sales professionals, and it's a character-based selling book. So a lot of people who are in sales, their sales manager wouldn't want them to know what's in this book because I've seen a lot of sales development resources I've heard people in sales talk about the training they receive and very much of it is it's all about how to manipulate people. And uh, that's not what I'm teaching in this book. But the title of this book is Who's Buying You? Until you sell yourself, you won't sell much. That's the subtitle. So the title is Who's Buying You? The subtitle is Until You Sell Yourself, You Won't Sell Much. So if you're in sales, you definitely want to listen to this episode. If you know someone in sales, you might want to direct them to this episode or share it with them or uh, get them the book. The book's available in paperback, ebook, and on audio. And if, if you make a living trying to get people to buy from you, first thing you got to know is until they buy you, they ain't going to be buying what you're selling. So you got to build a relationship. You got to be trustworthy. And even if you're not in sales, You'll get some value out of this lesson because the principles are the same as I speak about on all, in all my other books. The difference is the context. On the back of the book, again, I'm just giving you an intro. One day I may do a full-blown uh, series on it. It's one of my books that's 30 chapters, three pages each. A lot of sales teams, they use this book and actually go through book studies with it to develop their sales force. The company I spoke at previously, they're, they're going to be doing that. So. Uh, there's a quote on the back of it though. It's from Jeffrey Gittimer. You, if you're in sales, you probably heard of him, maybe read some of his books, maybe even attended a conference or something. But, uh, he says the first thing prospects buy is the salesperson. The first sale made is you. 
So I'm here to say, you know, these days it's no longer buyer beware. Back in the old days, those of us buying from sellers, we we had to beware because a lot of times they had the advantage. But today, it's it's seller beware, and the reason that is is because the the people have the advantage today. So today, the buyer has the advantage over the seller, and, and most often, the buyer's holding it in their hand. That, that advantage is, is a smartphone. The, the buyer has, you, you can't even imagine if you're not old enough to know what it was like to, to try to buy something, shop something, uh, compare prices, compare people. If you didn't have a smartphone in the old days, the way it used to be, I'm telling you the buyer had the advantage, but that's not the case anymore. So the person with the smartphone, they can learn everything about your product before they ever meet you. They can compare features and prices instantly. But the major advantage you do still have is you. And that's critical. If they like you, if they trust you, if they feel you want to help them. Three ifs right there. You'll have the advantage if they like you, if they trust you, and if they feel you want to help them. As a salesperson, you'll have the advantage. The advantage is not over them, but over your competition. Other people who are trying to sell them something. So this book, again, is filled with 30 short chapters, three pages each. It provides unique insights that'll, that'll ensure your advantage, again, not over the buyer, but over your competition. Those who are selling what you're selling. What it's going to do is help you sell yourself. Somebody else is going to have to teach you how to sell the product. You got to learn about the product. You got to have the competency about the product and all that sort of stuff. And I teach you that in the book, but not, I don't teach you the competency for your product, right? I don't even know what your product is. I teach you principles that are going to allow you to, to sell yourself, to position yourself to sell the product. So that's the first thing you got to do. So what I'm going to do, if I have time, I'm going to try to, uh, just skim over the first 10 chapters, just give you an idea. If you're a leader in a company or if you're an owner in a company, you definitely may want to purchase this book, give it a read, or either give it to your the leader of your sales group, or buy them all a copy. But either way, you need to check it out because if you're if you're in a if your product, if you're selling something where you where the people who buying your product, they just don't walk up to the counter pick it up from a shelf, walk up to the counter and hand it to you, hand you the money to pay for it and walk away. There ain't a whole lot of selling involved in that. It's pretty simple. You just pick up what you want, you go pay for it, you walk out. But if you actually have to sell a product, you need to know what the foundation of selling is. And that's chapter one in Who's Buying You? The Foundation of Selling. I got a quote in that chapter from Jim Rohn. You've heard me share it before, but it says, if you work hard on your job, you can make a living. But if you work hard on yourself, you can make a fortune. So the foundation of selling is influence. And you've heard me say it a million times if you listen to my podcast. Well, maybe not a million, probably several thousand. You've heard me say leadership is influence. And the foundation of selling is influence. You've got to be able to influence the person. 
There's positive influence and there's negative influence. Hopefully you're not trying to manipulate the person. If you are, that's negative influence. You might get one sale, but you won't get the other ones. Somebody else is going to get the second, third, fourth sale from those folks. And you're going to miss a lot of sales because they're going to go give you some bad word of mouth advertisement. So you'll see as I talk about this book, all I've really done is take my principles that I share in all my other books on how to influence people as a leader or as a team member and wrapped it in the context of buying and selling. I've never been a professional salesperson, but I have to sell myself all the time. I'm in business for myself. I have to sell the books that I write. But I don't really try. I try to do it the way I write it in this book. I don't like sales. I don't like manipulating. I don't like marketing. What I like is adding value to people. That's the reason I wrote the books. That's the reason I, I, I basically speak for free when people buy books for their people. Because I want to help people. So when you increase your influence, you'll increase your sales. So if you have enough influence, you'll get the sale. If you don't, you won't. If you have enough influence, you'll get referrals. If you don't, you won't. If you have enough influence, you will get repeat customers. If you don't, you won't. Bob Berg had this to say. He said, all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust. And that's true. You've probably heard that before. What you may not have heard, though, is really how to grow and develop your character so that you can increase your influence with people you're trying to sell to. If they feel you're trying to take advantage of them, you're not going to build a lot of trust. If they feel you're trying to help them, you're going to build a a lot of trust and you're going to be able to do it effectively and efficiently. But when someone buys from you, you have successfully influenced them to make two purchases. They first buy you, then they buy the product or service from you. So it's all about influence. If you were to get this sales book or you listen to this podcast and you start understanding, it's easy to understand. No, you already know it. The foundation of selling is influence. You may not have thought about it like that or you may not have heard it like that. But if you're in sales, all of my other books, which are about character development, we say leadership development, equals character development. We say leadership is influence. All of my other books will help you grow and develop your influence. This book is to help you understand why you should do it as a salesperson and how you can do it and what you should be doing to validate who you are because who you are matters a lot. So chapter two is seller beware. I touched on that a little bit at the opening. Daniel Pink had this to say. He said, sales persuasion and influence moving others has changed more in the last 10 years than it has in the last 100 years. It has transitioned from buyer beware to seller beware. And he wrote that a while back. Most likely, I'm pretty sure he wrote that when smartphones were coming out because it made smartphones... It brought tremendous change to those who are selling. Today's buyer 
today buyers are often more informed than the sellers. That's sad. If you're in sales, if someone's coming to buy something from you, they know more about the product than you do, and you're the salesperson, I'm telling you what, you already at a disadvantage. You already losing trust. But that's the way it is. With the internet, the smartphones, people who are interested in the product they're buying or the service that they're interested in, they can do a whole lot of research before they ever meet you. So you better be doing your homework or you're going to get left behind. It's about that simple. Today, the buyer can connect to the internet and learn everything about your product, about you, and about your competition before they ever even meet you. Your real competition is the character of those who are selling what you're selling. So if there is an advantage, it's you. Your character, who you are. That's why you need to study character development content, character development materials. If you're in sales, it will be a huge and tremendous advantage for you. Because you're competing with the character of other salespeople. Who are they? You may not even know them. They may not know you. But those who buy from you or buy from them or want to buy from you or want to buy from them, they're going to meet you. And they're going to meet them. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to compare you to. They're going to either like you or not like you. There's a bunch of reasons why. So let's quickly go to chapter three, see if I can get these 10. I'm just giving you highlights, but word of mouth. You've heard me talk about that before. That's the title of chapter three, word of mouth. You've heard me talk about it if you listen to my podcast. But I'm talking about word of mouth relative to you as a salesperson. Remember the context of this book is sales. I can teach any principle and wrap it in a million different packages. Again, maybe not a million, but thousands. So Jeffrey Gittimer had this to say. He said, the more valuable you become, the more the marketplace will reward you. Give first. Become known as a resource, not a salesperson. Your value is linked to your knowledge and your willingness to help others. That's what my sales book is about. That's what Who's Buying You is about. It's about your willingness to help others. You got to develop the knowledge about your product and other people's product. You got to do that. But I ain't here to help you do that. I'm here to help you understand why you need to help others and hopefully motivate and inspire you to to get better. Because you don't have to be sick to get better. You just had to have a desire to get better. So talking about word of mouth, what are the people you meet saying about you? Not just the people you're selling to, Everybody you meet, if you're in sales, who you are to everybody you know is impacting your sales because everybody you know is talking about you. What are they saying? When somebody goes on your social media, what do they see? When somebody sees your comments on social media, what do they see? When somebody overhears you in a conversation, what do they hear? When somebody sees you in public or private, Maybe some friends of yours over at your house. What do they see you doing? How do they see you acting? 
every single thing you do is either helping you sell yourself or preventing you from selling yourself. You may lose clients you never even knew you were going to have because somebody said something about you and it turned whoever was could have been pointed in your direction, they turned around headed in the other direction. A lot of people in sales, they don't even think about this stuff right here that I'm talking about. One reason is because they're trying to manipulate people. They're not trying to motivate people. When you switch to, I'm trying to motivate someone to buy from me, who I am matters. If I'm trying to manipulate somebody, I'm trying to hide who I am to begin with, most likely. But I want you to remember this when we talk about word of mouth. You can be referred by many, but you can only be sold by one. That one is you. The many, that's everybody. You can be referred by many, many people, but you can only be sold by you, by one. You're selling yourself 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You're never closed. You may not always be selling product, but you're always selling yourself. Let's move to chapter four. Chapter four is who's buying you. The title of the book is who's buying you, but also chapter four is who's buying you. Les Brown had this to say. He says, when you decide to pursue greatness, you are taking responsibility for your life. This means you are choosing to accept the consequences of your actions and to become the agent of your mental, physical, spiritual, and material success. You may not always be able to control what life puts in your path, but I believe you can always control who you are. Those were the words from Les Brown. He's, he's a big-time motivator. If you don't know Les and you in sales, you need to check Les out. He'll motivate you. He, he, he'll get you so fired up and motivated. You, you're, a, uh, you're a cold call every toll booth you can find anywhere in this country. You out traveling, you pass through a toll booth, you be trying to sell them something if you listen to Les Brown. He will fire you up. You got to make sure you listen to the right stuff from him. He's got a lot of stuff. So go out and do your research if you want him to get fired up. You in sales, you need something to listen to while you're out there. A little bit of windshield university. Anyway, I'll tell you, I'll remind you of the subtitle of this book while we're on chapter four. Again, title of chapter four, Who's Buying You? Subtitle of the book, Until You Sell Yourself, You Won't Sell Much. Everything you'll learn throughout this book, Who's Buying You? We help you intentionally create more positive word of mouth. There's one thing I can't help you with. It's critical to effectively making the sale. I'm talking about passion. I, 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 can't, I can't make you be passionate. I can't help you develop passion. But if you want to sell yourself, so that you can then sell your product, passion is a must. Passion sells. Question you got to ask is, are, are you passionate? Are you passionate about life? Are you passionate about your organization? Are you passionate about your product? Again, are you, are you passionate about the product or service you're selling and the company you're selling it for? If you're not, you 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 leave you heading out of the gate with a big disadvantage. Because if you run into somebody who's selling 
the same product you're selling and they're passionate about the product and they're passionate about the company and you're not, I can't imagine you getting a sale. Maybe you can. <laughs> maybe you maybe you can imagine how hard it is when you do get one if you're competing with those kind of folks. Very seldom will you get it. Dan Burns said this. He says, find your passion and wrap your career around it. Pretty powerful. Let's move on to chapter five. Talk about that a little bit. Chapter five is, why should I buy from you? Why should I buy from you? Napoleon Hill had this to say. He says, people buy personalities as much as merchandise. And it is a question if they are not influenced more by the personalities with which they come in contact than they are by the merchandise. Again, those words from Napoleon Hill. The unspoken question every customer wants answered. Why should I buy from you? They may not say it out loud, but they're thinking it. They may be thinking it before they meet you. They may be thinking it as they see you walking up. They may be thinking it as they're shaking your hand, but they're going to be thinking it. Why should I buy from you? They may be doing it subconsciously, but they're doing it. Look at the following questions with buyer's glasses on. Imagine you're the buyer. You may be in sales, but you still are a buyer. You buy all kind of product from all kind of people. You're also a buyer. If you're not in sales listening, then then you, you're you just like me. You're a buyer and you're not in, not in sales. Even though I have products to sell, I don't see myself as a salesman. I'm trying to make a difference, trying to add value. I really ain't trying to make sales. You listen to my podcast, this is how I make sales. I add value. If you like what I got, you, you can find some of it and buy some of it. You can buy the books. You can hand out the books. But you don't have to because I give you tons of value for free. Look at the following questions, though, with buyer's glasses. What do you look for in a salesperson? I'm talking about you. Whoever you are that's listening, what do you look for in a salesperson? What makes a sales experience positive and memorable for you? What determines if you will refer a salesperson to your family? What do you like about your favorite salesperson? What would you change about most salespeople? You look at those questions from a buyer's standpoint and you'll you'll understand what a great salesperson looks like. That's what this book is intended to do, help you become that person. Because you may not be that person. You can become that person. But every team has a rock star. That rock star on a sales team I'm talking about. Every team does have a rock star, but again, I'm speaking in the context of sales. And that person on a sales team is the salesperson with the most sales. But see, rock star is a relative term. There's a big difference between being the best on your team or being the best in your company or being the best in your industry. You may be the best on your team, but you ain't the best in the company. You may be the best in your company, but you're not the best in the industry. You may be a rock star on your own team, but an unknown backup singer in your industry. You may shine like a, like a star on your own team, but in the industry, 
Nobody even knows who you are. That's how much room you got to improve. This book will help you do that if you want to. But don't make the mistake of measuring yourself against your peers. Measure yourself against your potential. And if you ain't ever read a book based on character-based selling, you may you may have a false impression of what your potential is. You may read this book and say, uh-oh, uh-oh I, got, I got some room to improve <laughs> a lot. Ayn, Ayn Rand said this. She said, there is a man who wishes to be rich but never thinks of discovering what means, actions, and conditions are required to achieve wealth. Those are some strong words right there. Let's look at chapter 6. I'm going to have to speed it up if I'm going to go through 10 because we've only been through 5 now. we got about 6 minutes left. Are you trustworthy? Chapter 6. Sam Walton, he started Walmart. He passed away. The legacy he left is pretty much dissolved away. That company is not the company it used to be. It's because the people who lead it are not the leaders that Sam Walton was. Sam was the leader. Sam's gone. Things change when the leader leaves. But Sam said this. He says, there's only one boss, the customer. He can fire everybody in the company from the chairman on down simply by spending his money somewhere else. That's powerful words from Sam Walton right there. It's all about who you are and what you know. That's what's going to determine if you're trustworthy. It's about who you know. I mean, excuse me, it's about who you are and what you know. It's about your character and your competency. Many salespeople are fired every day by potential buyers. Potential buyers literally fire you when they don't choose to buy from you. Some fire you after they meet you, but before they buy from you. Some hire you, they buy from you, and then they fire you, never buy from you again. And worst of all, those who provide you with bad word-of-mouth advertisement convince others to fire you before they ever even meet you. When it comes to buyers, high trust leads to hiring, while low trust leads to firing. Chapter 7. Again, there's 30 chapters in this book, and I'm just giving you some highlights from hopefully the first 10. Do your homework, chapter 7. Bob Beale said this, Standards of excellence are not chiseled in stone. They are constantly being redefined. It's important to recognize that what was graded as excellent last year may not be so this year. That is why we must keep mastering new skills. That's some pretty good wisdom right there from Bob. Someone just add some to that. The customer expects you to know what you're talking about competency most of this book is about character but this one right here is about you developing your competency if you know everything about your product you are not exceeding expectations you are simply meeting expectations buyers expect you to know everything about your product as my wife Rhea wrote in her book leadership gems often the little details are what will take you from mediocre to excellent and from average to exceptional Pretty powerful. Benjamin Franklin said this, Empty the coins of your purse into your mind, and your mind will fill your purse with coins. Good words from Benjamin Franklin. He's talking about growing and developing yourself. Chapter 8 out of 30. What's your motive? You as a salesperson, what's your motive? John Maxwell says this, There's no second chance to make a good first impression. 
That's pretty, pretty simple to understand. John was right. Your intention is your first impression. What is your intention? Is it to manipulate or motivate? Trust is the foundation of influence. Influence is the foundation of selling. But intention is the foundation of trust. And again, I've talked about it a lot on my other podcasts. Two components of trust, character, who we are, is static. It can change, but not quickly. It changes slowly over time, but you can change it. But it ain't going to, you develop your character daily, not in a day. The other component of trust, competency, what we know. That's situational. You may know a lot about something and nothing about a lot of other things. So you're only going to develop trust in the area of competency in a situation where you actually know something about the situation. Let's talk about chapter 9 real quick. Think short term. Jeffrey Gittimer said this, like leads to trust. Trust leads to buying. Buying leads to relationship. Good stuff. You think in short term, you I want them to buy from me. How you think about the short term will dramatically impact how successful you are in the long term. Here's a highly effective, uh, excuse me, highly effective salespeople know a secret. The best chance to sell themselves, sell their product or service, get repeat business in the future, get referrals, and get positive word of mouth advertisement is to make a friend instead of making a sale. The best salespeople always focus on making friends, not making sales. In chapter 10, just to wrap this up, that chapter is thinking long term. I want them to buy from me again and provide positive word of mouth advertisement. If your intention is to motivate, or is your intention to motivate or manipulate? Motivation means you're focused on mutual benefit. Manipulation means you're focused only on your own benefit. Long-term thinking requires uncommon sense. Focus on making a friend instead of making the sale. Your best strategy for short-term selling is long-term thinking. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Check out Who's Buying You. Until you sell yourself, you won't sell much. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others, now available on audio, along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.